What's up, everybody? We're back. We just you just saw us on Sunday. If you tuned in Sunday, and this sounds real familiar. Sorry about it. Yeah, the audio uh, didn't come through too well because a, a certain someone at the bottom of my screen right now couldn't hear a goddamn thing he said. It didn't smooth that when we uh, when we mix it all down. So we're gonna run through uh, some of the same topics, but we're gonna add a little bit too. Gonna be a good show still. If you didn't listen to the last one, you're all good then. Enjoy the show. How yeah, we feeling, fellas? And I'm living, man. It's Tuesday, but I wish it was Thursday. Yeah, man. You know, I, I might come, I might like come see y'all fellas this weekend. I might pop into old St. Louis this weekend. Yeah. About it. Uh, hey, man. I'm about to go. I want uh, to stop in Decatur on. first. Decatur, boy, that's where you about to be stepdaddy season. Yeah, we'll be like that. Like that. I'm gonna go to Chicago. I'm gonna see Nanatni. Good luck. I've gone now twice, and I've not seen him there. once. So good luck. Yep. Now nah, all first, you do is work. First time you got COVID. Second yeah, time I must say it sound like not. Yeah, sound like not too. I got a secret weapon now. <laughs> no, you don't. He ain't gonna see me, but he'll come to see the baby. All right, so we're gonna just play mostly some mostly some games this time, but we do we do need to touch on some news real quick. It's pretty old news at this point, but we got to talk about it. DeAndre Ayton, he signed a max offer sheet with the Pacers. The Suns decided to match it, so yeah, DeAndre Ayton will be returning to the Suns. So, in case not everyone understands what an offer sheet is and how how that's different, basically DeAndre Ayton was a restricted free agent. So the Suns, since they gave him a qualifying offer before the free agency period began, they were then able to match whatever offer he got somewhere else. So the Pacers gave him a max deal. They decided, yes, they would like to match that, and he will be staying in Phoenix. So... I just want to know, we're going to talk about the impact on the Nets trade in a second, but first what I want to know from you guys, just purely from the Suns' perspective and what this does for their team next year, assuming DeAndre Ayton, Mikael Bridges, all those guys are still there. Joe, I want to know how you think this this has the Suns sitting in the Western Conference. Uh, I think it keeps them exactly where they, they were last year. I mean, I think they'll be top three seed. They'll be a threat, but I don't think this puts them in championship contention, to be honest, unless injuries happen and they get lucky like they did last time. That's, that's what it really means to me. Uh, to be honest, it, to me, is it, it was a situation where they realized we can get Kevin Durant, but we're going to have to blow up the team and we ain't going to have that much else to help Kevin Durant out with. So we might as well stick to what we got, try to make this work because we are the Phoenix Suns. At the end of the day, real lucky because it's talent that we drafted. We're lucky that Chris Paul worked out to be real. They're really not a good run organization. So they're doing the best they can is try to stay afloat and try to stay relevant before they become irrelevant again. They're not a good organization besides the Steve Nash years, and they messed those Steve Nash years up too. Yeah, but they're, not, they're, they're under new – like they're like they're players yeah, under new management the last like four or five years. All right, I'm not hitting on James Jones like that. All right, he's doing, he's doing, he's doing a good job. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. 
That's fair. And it's on what, Devion, what do you think? Hey, hey, bro, we got uh, like the books making us think of these small organizations a lot better than like what we should. It ain't happening. Giannis is is Giannis. They don't got a Giannis on their team. So um, I think they pretty much because they what they can't trade him into what like January or is it one full year? January. Uh, January. I mean, he's basically Mm -hmm. got a no trade clause. So like, technically, he can. Like he cannot be traded at all um, yeah. until January, but I believe months. he can even, yeah, six months. I believe he can still like pretty much say no. I forget the the like the stipulation and how that happened. He doesn't have a true. Like yeah, because that's what I'm saying. Play. Like I think they pretty much just. Yeah, Bradley Beal's the only person in the NBA right now with a complete full no trade clause. And I love it, man. I appreciate that. But I think I think they pretty much just like because it, it's yep. to the point like all right, he, he there they stuck man because you got Aiden on the squad right like like y'all already been to the finals last year y'all could have thought like oh this is the fluke do we really want to piss him off and try to trade for KD and if that's a failed trade then what you know what I'm saying and you pretty much mm-hmm. got to blow your organization up so like I personally. I think Aiden is as good as as low as Chris Paul's there. Once Chris Paul leaves, I think he got a two-year window and nobody's gonna talk about him again. Cause I really don't think, you know what I'm saying? I don't think he's that great. I think he's good, but he ain't that great. Solid. Yeah, that's great. what I'm saying. He's, he's a solid shot. player. He yeah. can't, he he's he's an old school like big man that really flourishes off of a Chris Paul. Like John Morant, like a John Morant type of player. He can, you know, Gross. flourish off of it. But it ain't going to be as much, you know what I'm saying? But, like, so I think right now I'm, like, I think they just, just like they made that decision, like, stick with Aiden or try to mess up the organization, go for KD, and if this doesn't work out, we're screwed. So I think they took a safe approach in it. I would I would have matched the contract, too, honestly. Or I would have been stuck with Chris Paul and Devin Booker. That wouldn't been enough. So, it ain't a terrible trade. It's a, it's a smart move for the organization, but I, I don't think they can win. Uh, yeah, I have a, I see it differently. I, I would have let them walk. I you would? Bye-bye. To me, this, become, this becomes one of the worst contracts in the NBA, in my opinion. You're paying... Uh, it's only $133 million, though. But he ain't that good for 130 million. So I feel you. My, my, like, my point is, though, like the premium like, you're paying at that position... Like, it better be like Embiid or Jokic because to me, it's like a marginal difference between him and JaVale McGee. And so you could have kept JaVale McGee, let DeAndre Ayton walk, and spent that. Because now think about it next year. That's that's real. If he he doesn't, like, if he doesn't Mm -hmm. pan out to be so big, if he doesn't pan out to be like a big time player again, like, say he does the same thing he did this past postseason, does it again, no one's going to want that contract. Two years, so bro. You you just took him from being like a chip to maybe get some first round picks from a team that's, you know, willing to take a chance on a young guy that's still budding. I, I think that all kind of goes out the window next year if they flame out again and he continues to not look very good. So uh, I, I would have just let him go, save that money, use that money for save that money for some cap space in the following years. You know, maybe try and make some. 
some, like I would have just spent it. Like I wouldn't have waited in the off season. Like if if I couldn't get somebody to do a sign and trade right away to maneuver the Kevin Durant trade, I would have just started signing some of the the high quality veterans. Just go go get some of those high quality role players, bring them into the Suns, fill out the rest of that roster. See, I think those those multiple players would have been worth way more than what DeAndre is going to give you this year. See, you're right, but you know you know what the problem with that is. You got the. The difference well, let's talk about like, what the problem is. This is yeah. what the problem is. They were trying to get Katie. They're trying to get the whale, and yeah. they needed a piece to get more first round picks. I <laughs> thought DeAndre Ayton was going to be it. Uh, so Joe, you can start this one too. Him signing that max, I think we probably all think the same way on this one. But what do you think this means for the Kevin Durant trade going to Phoenix? I'm going to keep saying. What- I've been saying, I think, I mean, I'm not the biggest conspiracies in, in sports besides like maybe the Derby or something like that. But besides that, I don't really believe in conspiracies, but I totally believe that the owners in this situation are trying to get pie from the players. And, and the fact that even if they could have traded DeAndre Ayton, they would have asked for way too much. Like Donovan Mitchell, like, the Utah Jazz wanted six first-round picks and some players from the New York Knicks for Donovan Mitchell. Like, if that's what you're getting for Donovan Mitchell, you saw what Rudy Gobert went for. There's no chance in hell that the Brooklyn Nets are going to be able to get anything they want for KD that's equal to KD. So I don't think they're doing nothing. I don't think this affects the KD trade at all because I think at the end of the day, they everybody's going to end up back in Brooklyn. All right. Devion, what do you think this does with the KD trade? Yeah, I think they, because everybody keeps saying, um, I think it's dead. I think it's it's just a dead trade because, like you said, they wanted to get for the Suns to get KD. They would have had to give up their coach. They had to give up <laughs> their blood rights, their GM, they all their wives, seven <laughs> players. It, it ain't gonna happen, bro. Like they they wanted like. What they wanted for KD, and I'm not trying to say it's not rightfully so, but realistically, bro, like, if you go get something for KD, get the best you can get from them and be realistic. So I think what they're doing is they're trying to force, like, I kind of agree with you trying to take the the um, the power back from the players. Power because you know how much, you know how many, you know what, how many good trades you could have had. And then now it's to the point where, like, y'all just trying to force it. So where it's like, so yeah, KD, I, I, I see, this, the, I so see it a little differently here. on that one. I see it you a little differently. I think, I think there's just a level of player that once you trade that player, like players from like that caliber and up all just get the same return because at some point, uh, yeah, like still. if you're trading like a Kevin Durant or an Anthony Davis or a Donovan Mitchell, even who I think is like probably on the lowest of the, like Donovan Mitchell might mm-hmm. be kind of like that bar, like Donovan yeah, Mitchell and in the better. middle. You're just not yeah. getting any more, to, no matter who the player is, because at the end of the day, the teams have to have like enough to give. Who has that? No one. Who's not <laughs> exactly. enough? Like what? You, what do you say? Are the Warriors going to trade Steph Curry and Clay Thompson to get Kevin Durant? No, of course not. Are the Lakers going to trade LeBron James and Anthony Davis? No. Like you, you're are not, you could be not. like Orlando and just let Shaq walk away. You know what I'm saying? Well, right, but but that's a, well, that's a, that's why I think this has a like what Joe is kind of getting at is this has a good chance of not happening. Period, and they just say nah. fuck it, run it back because 
He's got four years left on that contract. They don't gotta do anything. Nothing. He can't he can't walk after this year or the next year or the next one. Like at the end of the day, if he wants to keep playing basketball, which I think we all believe Kevin Durant wants to do, keep collecting those checks. I feel you. Yeah, because because play. I kind of because I I would force it. That's what I'm saying. Like I think they have to force his hand. They they are because he has no card to play though. What's he gonna do? Say I'm gonna sit out. Okay. You mess your legacy up. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you mentioned that hurts legacy Kevin Durant just as much as it hurts them. Mm-hmm. He's not going to get paid. Yeah. They're going to get to save that money. And at the end of the day, if they give him up or or don't, like that team ain't going to win next year. See, nope. but you see, that's the difference between like, see, you a Miami fan, I'm a Lakers fan, he a LeBron fan. So you see that mentality you have, like organizations like that are force your hands. Like we don't care, but that's why they win. Organizations like the Suns don't do it. And I'm surprised Brooklyn is even doing it. I actually, I like this move if they trying to force him. Say, all right, well, ain't nobody out here. We gonna force you to stay. I like that. Like, I, I like that as an organization. That's what you're supposed to do. That's a power play. And then if Kyrie walks, you got KD here. Who who don't really want to play with KD? And it's Brooklyn. It's New York. Like, yeah, it's not gonna be hard to money. get another star there. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, I still think like I, I, I like we talked about it a lot around the trade deadline last year. Like Ben Simmons is a great fit with that team. As long as he plays. If he plays, like, that's a championship team. I think team. his back's going to be fine. Like, fine. I, like, if I'm the Nets, like, I'm just – I'm going to – I might pretend like I'm listening to offers, do all that to make it seem like I'm trying to grant his wish. But at the end of the day, nothing – there's nothing more that I would want if I'm the Nets than let the first couple months of the season play with all three of them there. Like, oh, we're pretty good. Oh, I think we might win a championship. And then KD says, eh, let's let this year play out. You know, and then and then maybe things, you know, hopefully we're past exactly. COVID, like like wreaking havoc on our life, and hopefully monkeypox is like the next fucking thing. Like like and like Kyrie Irving just has no like hindrance to play. Kyrie Irving plays. Uh, you know? Will would be the only one on here that's worried about monkeypox. That's I'm I just heard that word about it. it but yeah. I'm also I, well. I wish I could say I'm not worried about it, but it seems like we're treating it about as recklessly as we treated COVID. So, I mean, but when you really look at America. it, it's mostly it's mostly gay dudes that are getting it. That's, yeah, I heard that that's not true. That's, that's, that's just not true. I heard <laughs> yes, somebody said that earlier. Yes, it I is. Somebody said earlier. I was just it's like, man, one of the one of the yes, it is, and one of the one of the cities it was like an orgy or something. That's how it's. Bro, yes, that's one, one city that is yeah. one spreader event. Bro, that's that same. You know how the news works. In the first, yeah, no, exactly. Oh, you know how it works. You look at the person trying to keep Magic Johnson from fucking playing. You know how it works. Oh, we all yeah. gonna die. We got right? it. Right now, just gonna yeah. They act like it's hey, COVID all over again. You know. Don't like, be surprised. So I'm gonna say it here first. Do not be surprised if this is the year that we see Ben Simmons actually plays and he plays well, and Kyrie actually. Bring some no, type that's of moment. Yeah, that's gonna Plays well, like this could all be a happy reunion. Kyrie gets an extension. KD's happy. Ben no. Simmons is happy. Ben Simmons thrives in his role. Like this, like this. I'm not it's really a legacy this year. Just all go, end up going well for the for the Nets. You know, like I, I hope and it we've does. seen stuff like this happen Man. before. Sports. Thanks. Joe's gonna hate me for bringing up another Miami example, but remember last year before the NFL season started. Xavier Howard was all like, trade me, trade me, trade me. Then they said, okay, we'll renegotiate the deal and happily ever after. I think the same thing could happen with the Nets. 
Oh, this is a legacy year for them. <laughs> they win. Those two players win. Ooh, it's, I'm telling you, that's, I think they, oh. they're unstoppable when they actually play. You're not going to stop them. This is a legacy year. So if they win next year, it's just like they're solidified in history. All right. Well, let's keep talking about legacy. You know what I'm saying? It's time to play some start, sit, cut. Some retired legends. Big men. Y'all wanted me to put KG in one last week. So here y'all go. KG, Duncan, Carl Malone. Piece of shit human being. (laughs) Start, sit, cut. See, you made me think about the other stuff now, too. Terrible. Devion, I'll let you start this time. I've been letting Joe start everything. I'll let you start this one. I'm still picking Duncan. (laughs) I'm starting Duncan. Because look at what he's done. Like I said, granted, they might have had a great organization. You know what I'm saying? But I don't think the Spurs are going to ever be able to recreate that anytime soon. So, you know, he took it from David Robinson. Then gave the torch to Kawhi, but he still was a big piece in doing it. Got five rings, one of the best power forever. Some people think he is the best power forever. I'm not going to go that far, but I will start him. Uh, I can't get out of my head now with the stuff you were talking about with Carl Malone. <laughs> I just can't get out of my head. <laughs> I mean, so, man, I know. One of the worst human beings ever. I know. I, I Look, I put that all the way out my brain, and now you brought it back, so I just now can't get it out. You're welcome. But, yeah. So, KG definitely sitting. Uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm still kind of torn because I think, like, KG and Duncan, I don't know. If I had to choose between, like, with the Lakers, I probably would. If this was the Lakers, I probably would start KG and sit Duncan because I like his energy and certain things that mm-hmm. if he had that organization and that, you know what I'm saying? Like he 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 has all the tools to be a winner when you put the right things around him. He just played for Minnesota. So it's just like we saw a dope player with a, a trash organization. And fast forward to today, still a trash organization with all that great talent and don't know what to do with it. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like he really so I'm gonna sit him and then Carl Malone. Hey man, you a great player, my brother. I think if you didn't get hurt with the Lakers, I think we would have won. But hey, my brother, you you're you one of those great players that absolutely accomplished um nothing. So <laughs> on, hit him with it, Devion. Hit him with it. You know what he is? Yeah. Tell him what he is. He's a loser. So <laughs> he's gotta go. He's gotta go, man. You know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, like I know I talk a lot about the rings and accolades, but I just think if you so dope and you got all these accolades and you didn't win, you you didn't do what you were supposed to do as an athlete. I'm not I'm not saying you're not the, you know what I'm saying. That's you know what I'm saying. You you can't be a Shaq and a Kobe and the greatest of all time if you're missing the most important piece. Cool, Carmelo, but you can watch some other players play, my brother. You got to go, Joe. So. Yeah, uh, I actually brought this up on the Frank Cusimano show on Monday, and it kind of started a whole stir. Uh, it kind of got down to the the old guys. Everybody, all the old guys wanted to start Carl Malone. Of course. And they cut Tim Duncan, and they cut KG, which I thought was they, did you I thought was shout ridiculous. out Three and a Possible? Oh, absolutely. I, I said me and my podcast called Three and a Possible, and we do a thing called Start, Sit, Cut. And I was like, so I'm going to throw it to you guys. Start it cut. It was nice. It started a whole. It started a whole little debate after the show and everything. It was pretty good. But I'm a old people crazy. But start Tim Duncan, obviously the chips. 
just all around basketball player. I mean, he did complain a little bit. He was a little bit of a bitch early on in his career with complaining to the refs. But I mean, when you put the right pieces around him, he's dominant. He's clutch. I've seen him make threes in clutch moments, even though he's not a three point shooter. So you know he clutch. I'm gonna have to sit KG. I'm going with KG all along because of that tenacity and that energy that he brings. If you look at their stats, they're pretty comparable. I mean, Carl Malone had a better longevity. Uh, KG, towards the end of his career, his stats wasn't as good, but KG he still had, brought that. KG hung on for like defense. a year or two too long. Two, two, yeah, when he went to two years too long. Yeah, yeah. that's what I heard that's really more than anything. So I'm going to have to sit KG, and then I'm going to cut Carl Malone. I mean, he was cool. He was, he was nice. I don't. Well, you always talk about how he, what he could do. I don't really think, man. Without John Stockton, what, what was the or, really the old heads argument for Carmelo? I'm just curious. Before Will go, I know Will go shit on Carmelo, but what was the argument that they had besides like, oh, back in my day? Like, what they say? They said that his, uh, his best players on his team were his second best player was John Stockton, and his third best player was Hornacek. So he didn't have that much. Help around him, and he can actually <laughs> like John Stockton would. You John the all-time assist leader. God, that yeah. must have fucking sucked. Like what? Yeah. John Stockton was out there cooking food. He is still in today's league. Be cooking yeah. people. And you get a a good big man. Imagine him just him and him and B to somebody dope like a dope big man. He can throw uh, throw lives and stuff too. Come on, that boy would average 20 assists in today's league with a good big man. Like, first get out of here. And he was trying to say, That's and then talk That made he, an argument for man. Tim Duncan. Uh-huh. Kevin Garnett's best teammate was Wally fucking Zerfian. Thank you. Like, Thank you. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, and, and uh, Bob Ramsey was the guy. He said that uh, – he said Tony Parker – he was like Tony Parker or Jeff Hornacek. Which one is better? As a teammate, I mean okay. Tony's better, but you're comparing so, Duncan's exactly. second best player to their third best player. Okay, exactly. John John Stockton, thank Tony you, Parker. John Stockton, John Stockton or Ginobili, John Stockton or anybody else until Kawhi literally became Kawhi, and that was years down the line. And by the time well, he became what he was, yeah, I mean that was like, that was and past to Pete Duncan at that point. Yeah, he left, that and was, after that, like, he gone Toronto. That's a horrible argument. Them, them old, them old, heads. old people. They don't want to hold this. Exactly. Oh, nah, that, I hope we don't. Funny. I hope we don't become those people. But <laughs> we will. It, oh, it's yeah. gonna happen. We, we got happen. fifteen years. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So I know. I know. I'm probably gonna. This will probably not be super agreeable. I'm gonna preface this with Tim, Tim Duncan. Is the most accomplished of all of them. He he just like if you're ranking best power forwards ever, I get it. Tim Duncan is number one. I get it. I get it. My team, I'm starting Kevin Garnett. I like there's there's not a player that embodies what I want at that position more than Kevin Garnett. So Will's team, it's Kevin Garnett starting. Tim Duncan is sitting in yeah, I would, I would, I would always cut like the, the dude that's like raping children. So, Carl Malone is is gone. Uh, even like even just with basketball, like I think Carl Malone was obviously a fantastic <laughs> basketball player. Cutthroat, but 
It is what it is. I just feel like more people need to know that about him because it's a very fucked up shit that he was involved in. Uh, but as a basketball player, I just feel like he did not have the offensive versatility that these two had. I'm not saying he was Thank not you. fantastic. It was not great. I just don't think he was as versatile offensively, and he damn sure was not the defender that those two were. Duncan, that, elite rim yeah. protector. KG, protect the rim. He could even defend on the perimeter a little bit. He would play passing lanes and get steals. Like, Kevin Garnett was, like, a menace defensively, which is why I think I'm so drawn to him. Like, he just plays my style, like, the kind of basketball I love. That's a so, fact. He played that bully ball. That's my, and that's my list. Kevin Garnett yeah. could have been a, could have been on the Heat anytime. Oh, if Kevin easy. Garnett wants to come back and play right now, he can come play for the Heat. He's a perfect Heat player. Just substitute Bam and throw KG in her rings. I'm talking, talking about Sonic Hedgehog's rings. I'm talking about rings, rings. That's a he, – he, like, literally, he's a Miami Heat player. Like, like a representation, if he could ever wear that uniform, that's what they want that player to be. Like, real shit. All right, let's move on to point guards. Joe, you're starting this one off. Magic Johnson, Steph Curry, Isaiah Thomas. Well, we can all we can all just skip straight to the sit and cut because Magic Johnson obviously starting the best point guard of all time. Like, come on now, he obviously starting. No argument, he can do it all. The passing, the defense. Oh well, yeah, defense, the shooting was what I was like, eh, eh. But he could do everything else, so I'm gonna start him obviously. And then, I mean, I'm a little biased. I love Isaiah Thomas. Only point guard to have winning record, Larry Bird, Michael Jordan, and Magic Johnson. So I'm obviously going to have to sit Isaiah Thomas. Plus, he pretty much won a finals game on one leg by himself with a freaking damn near broken ankle. So that dude, the truth for that, absolutely amazing. Steph couldn't do that. Steph rolled an ankle. He's going to be out for three weeks. So I'm going to have to sit Steph. I mean, cut, cut Steph. Plus, I've seen him so in the finals. I've seen him in the finals. Clutch moments miss. I don't care that he just won a championship. I've seen him crumble in clutch moments multiple times against really good teams. So he got to go. Steph, I'm cutting you. I'm sorry I had to be slightly disrespectful, but it is what it is. Hey, man, that's what, what that's what we're here for. That's what we're here for, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 we're, here to, we're here to say stuff. That people, they want to say, they're scared, bro. Yeah, I'm starting Magic. It's not even going to. Yeah, it's not even uh like not even close to me because people can say all that stuff. Well Steph, well people can argue Steph got a great team. Steph. He got a great team, two great teams. This boy got five rings. Steph got what four now. So hey man, magic is magic is a dope player whose career got cut short. Magic could have had more than five if everyone wasn't Easily. so if everyone yeah. didn't have Joe's goddamn mentality. When it Monkey came to pops. HIV, Magic <laughs> could have had more than five. Monkey pops. That, that boy had a cut and everybody scattered, bro. Like roaches in the light. Like, you know? <laughs> so, hey, so if this was just a glimpse of how good he was and his career was short, I don't think nobody's even on this list even come close to him because we, we said whole careers versus somebody we wish we could have seen a whole career with. Magic is easy to start. So, now the sit part, 
I don't really care. People, yeah, probably gonna get mad. Probably call me a Steph hater, but I don't care. <laughs> For my team, like I said, I'm a Lakers fan. I'm not used to seeing people be dead shooters. Maybe in the clutch, cool. You know, seeing people like Robert Ory, Rick Fox. You know, like Derek Fisher hit like clutch shots and stuff. We got role players on the Lakers who can do it. So if my personal team, I'm taking Isaiah Thomas. Point guards who go dog you out and he go do both sides. You know what I'm saying? Other thing, I like people like Gary Payton. You know what I'm saying? I like Damn. Derek Fisher's like he wasn't that great offensively, but he did what he needed to do. Like I'm used to seeing that. So if I got a player like Isaiah Thomas on my squad that can really bang and he can give you buckets and he go play defense. And he's not scared to play nobody. He's gonna show up every day. Every day and gonna get buckets. I'm sitting here. And I'm gonna cut Steph. And there's no knock to Steph. It's just for my style of basketball, my team. I think you just gotta have certain people around him to really like, you know, like win. We seeing this shit. The same Tim Duncan argument. You know what I'm saying? If you think they won together, I don't think you take certain players. I think you take Clay, specifically Draymond, away from the team. I don't think. I don't think we really gonna be talking about how great the Warriors are. We just gonna enjoy the shots being thrown up, and they gonna make them. But I don't think they win as much. So I'm just I could be a hater, but I I take the I take the criticism. I take it, Carl. I take it, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I don't think like I'm not gonna. I am starting Magic Johnson, but I think there's a good argument for each of these three to be started. In my opinion, Joe, you brought up the best one with Isaiah winning record versus Jordan bird and magic. Plus those two finals. He won. You mentioned the historic game when he was, he barely even put an ounce of pressure on one of his legs. Like amazing. Steph revolutionized the game, changed the game, changed the way it's being played. Like the, the, the amount of threes that he can make in a game at, the volume he shoots, at the percentage he shoots them at. And, like, I know he's had some, I'll call them lowlights in some finals games. The man averages, like, 25, 5, and 5 in the finals. That's amazing. So, like, they're, like, they're, like yes, he has not always had yeah. his best at the exact moment he needed, but he's been amazing. Magic, as a rookie, starting at, like, the 5 in, in a game where um, Kareem got hurt, like, yeah. That's why I said, don't use that cream argument. I I want to say, oh, you have the greatest score, but don't use the argument because no, all these guys, all yeah. three of these guys had squads. Like, there's 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 yeah. no like, oh well, if this guy would have like, they all yeah. had plenty of help. If if you're gonna if I'm gonna pick one that had the least amount of help, it would be Isaiah. I think That's Isaiah probably had the yeah. the worst roster, but that roster was still like very intelligently put together, complemented each other all really well. They all did well. So I'm starting Magic. I'm going to sit stuff, and this this hurts me because I do love Isaiah. Isaiah's like one of my favorite of that era. I just I just think the way stuff has changed the game with the three, with the the shot creating and and being able to play off the ball. Like that like that that element to his game I think is just an added bonus where I don't think Magic and Isaiah could play off the ball like Steph can. So that's kind of like a addition in That's my opinion fair. he's still a good playmaker um i would probably say steph in terms of just being a pure like manipulator of the offense with the ball in his hands and creating shots for others he's probably the worst of these three but that's not really this 
Like it's not a slight. Like they're all really, they're all special. Yeah, in crack that sense. Off, so, off ball movement. Yeah, like <laughs> the way the way he just the way defenses <laughs> like the gravity that That's Steph funny. has in on defenses is incredible. So yeah, I'm a rock. I'm a sit Steph, and and it pains me to say I'm gonna cut cut Isaiah. All right. Last one to start sick cut, and we got a new game that we've never played on here before that I'm excited about. That one's uh, interesting. I looked at yeah, that. Yeah, me too. That's that's gonna be kind of hard. So start sick cut, Clay Thompson, Ray Allen, Reggie Miller. I will be honest, there's an agenda with this a little bit because I've seen a couple of these players debated, compared head to head on social media, and it pisses me off. So I'm very confident that we will all shut that shit down. Right here. So, Joe, your first opportunity, your first up. Ball is uh, on the tee for oh, you. Man. Start I'm it up. So, yeah, start, start for everybody here. I'm, I'm starting Jesus Shuttlesworth. Hey, come on, bro. It's, it's obvious it's Ray Allen. Come on, <laughs> man. The boy was more than just a three point shooter. Like, he was, like we said earlier, he was a true, he was a true shooting guard. Like, he, he was a true two. He could do it all and he could play some defense. So, I'm starting Ray, Ray Allen. And then, that's it. Oh man, this is pretty tough. I think I'm a, I'm gonna sit Clay Thompson just because he's a two way two way player. I like the way he moves off the ball. He may not be able to create his own shot as much, but I like what he brings defensively. Reggie Miller, he a dog. I like what that competition he brought against the Knicks and Spike Lee, and he was pretty clutch too. But he just not he not gonna bring it defensively. So I'm. A, I mean, and I don't think he's as good as a shooter as Clay Thompson. So I'm gonna have to cut R- Reggie Miller. Start Ray Allen, sit Clay Thompson, cut Reggie Miller. All right. Well, you at least passed the first part of the test. Devion. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm pretty much gonna agree with him with that. Um, I I don't think it's close. Uh, Ray Allen. Thank I, you. I think I think people they they try to I think that the focus a lot on. Like the Miami. latter years of his career with the Miami Heat, and then like with the last Boston. couple years in Boston, yeah, even that bro. first year in Boston, he still had some come of that on. off the drip. Like, bro, come on, bro, that because that, that was because all he had to do go that there and just up. shoot. You know what I'm saying? Just shoot. That's all. Like people don't forget. Like, we, we talked about it. We talked about it last episode with Bosch, right? Yeah, fact. When you come in. They all had to sacrifice something. So Ray was not yeah. going to be the create his own shot off the dribble. That was Paul Pierce's role. Yeah. That that doesn't mean he couldn't do it anymore. Man, good point. People forget. It, any how about anybody who thinks Ray Allen wasn't that good? Just go look at him with the Supersonics. Like just just Bucks. just just books the Bucks Supersonics. I, I never yeah because you don't they don't get movies made Bucks. after. You know what I'm saying? Like average players, like you gotta be nice to get a movie made after you. And it was a dope movie, by the way. It's one of the best movies you ain't never seen that. So I don't think it's close. I think Ray Allen could do everything. He can be the number one option on his team. He can sacrifice and be second, third, fourth option and still win. So I don't think I think it's a landslide. Clay, I'm a sick clay, but it's it's Cause it's one of those things. Like I think he's a great two-way player. You know what I'm saying? Like defensively, he's not gonna back down from, you know, um, the best player. He got he got some dog in him, so I always respect the dog in players. And he can go on a hot streak. 
The only down, only thing you can knock on him really is two things. I think you can knock on Clay. We've never seen him be the number one option on this team ever. And two, it's always gonna be in your mind: can he be his own man on his own team? But based on what we've seen him do, be a good two-way player like that, it results in in winning, and his accolades are pretty good by and he's got some legendary players so i was like i gotta give him some type of credit for him so and then reggie i'm gonna cut him which i don't really want to say this because he was a the nick killer bro you know I, I like that he he was a dog like he stopped them so many times and so many teams that should have went and he just he dogged them out but it's just i know but but I think I'll say this. I think Reggie Miller would be the most annoying player out of all of them to play against. And he might be, I ain't gonna say, like if you had to pick one little player on his team, you know what I'm saying? Like that annoying dude, Reggie gonna be the dude because he'll get you off your game. So he yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I respect players like that, but for this man, I gotta cut him. I don't want to say that, man. I'm sorry, Reggie. I'm sorry. All right, so we accomplished what I wanted to accomplish. That Rich that Ray Allen is just Heads and shoulders better than some Clay Thompson. That was that was the agenda. Yeah, People that have just that are younger, you know, like that have they didn't really that only like you guys were saying only saw Ray like the end with the Celtics and the Heat. That's that's not Ray Allen. Like that is a shell of Ray Allen. Ray that's Allen, right. first step right past right down the lane, dunk, dunk on somebody. On yeah. He had them. Clay Thompson there. never in his life thought about trying this shit Not that like Ray that. Allen was no. doing when he was with the Bucks and the Sonics. All right, so let's just yeah. stop that right there. Ray Allen is is starting. I'm sitting Reggie Miller, and this one this one surprised me that you guys chose Clay over Reggie because <clears throat> Reggie was the guy on those Pacers teams. Those paces that they they went to, I believe, one finals, which they lost, I believe, to the was that to the Lakers? I'm blanking on who they lost to. Um, no, not in the finals. Oh, you said five, oh, block, 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 block. They went they went to the final. I cannot remember who they lost. I, I want to say it was the Lakers, but I I'm drawing a blank. It might have been the Spurs. It might have been the Spurs. Um, regardless, Reggie took a team to the finals. I know he didn't win one. A lot of his years where he was probably at his best best, he was running to Jordan. No shame in that. No shame in losing to those Bulls teams, in my opinion. Uh, Clay Thompson obviously has four rings. Clay Thompson has ever been asked to be the guy. He was the number two guy on two of those teams, and then he even dropped down to the third guy. So to me, there's just a little bit of levels to it, and it's kind of like we, we talked about previously with other players that when they go to like their big – to form their big three is that they're sacrificing something. I don't really get the sense that Clay is sacrificing anything in terms of like offensive output, offensive like, shot creation. Like, I don't think he's giving any of that up. You know, like I think, I think this is more like, this is like the perfect role for Clay. And there's nothing wrong with that. He's, he is perfect for the role that he plays. But to me that there's just like levels to this, like there's just levels to who these players are. Ray Allen, Reggie Miller are kind of up here, uh, and Clay Thompson is just like a tier below them. Whereas like Ray and Reggie were were guys that you would consider building a team around. I don't think you would build a team around Clay. You fill in a team with Clay. So that's that's how I'm going to kind of end end so that one. Him. 
And he did lose, so like you're right, because that's when we had Brian Shaw and all them on there. Okay, I thought it was the Lakers. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. All right. Because that was 2000. So this, I think it was 2000. Yeah, 2000. Yeah, yep. It was 2000. Yep. Yeah. I don't know how I forget that. All right. So this new game that we're going to play, I'm going to try and do this. I think in the offseason, it's going to be fun to do with mixing some some retired players with some current players. When we get in season, I think we'll do current players that are all kind of jockeying uh, for their their status within the NBA, we'll say. But right now, I, I want to just bring up this player because he was one of my favorite players to watch growing up. He was cold. He would dunk on you. Point guard could create his own shot. Baron Davis. So the game is, would you rather? And it's all about Baron Davis. I'm then going to give us a second player, and then you're going to tell me, would you rather have Baron Davis or this other player? Now, these other players are going to be current players in the NBA right now. So you're kind of having to project Baron Davis into the NBA right now and which one you would rather have on your team. So first up, would you rather Baron Davis or Dame? Dame Dalla. Joe, I want to know Man. your reaction on this one. This one, this one's tough. Like, it's really tough. But Baron Davis, because Baron Davis is going to bring that defense and Dame Lillard's not bring any defense whatsoever. Baron Davis in his prime was probably giving you 20 and, 20 and 8 every night. Damian Lillard going to give you 27 and 9. On this one, I'm going to have to take Dame just because the offense output is just that much better that I can deal with the lack of defense. So I'm, I'm taking Dame. I like that point, Joe. One thing I just want to throw as a caveat for this, though, you have to also remember when you're talking about just pure points per game with this era, there's a lot more up. possession. I get it. I'm yeah. There's a lot more possession. So per possession, I don't know what that would look like. But Fair. I like your point, Devion. Uh, Brandon Davis. I was, you know, Dame, oh, it's it is tough, but Dame is fun to watch. But I really think, like, we can appreciate Dame because of players like Brandon Davis, for real. Because Brandon Davis is that smart. So, of the, of the players you know that I chose to do this game That's with, fair. I think these are the, almost the most comparable. Because I honestly, uh -huh. I, I hate to say this, but I feel like Dame probably going to end up without a chip himself. Yeah. And I feel like he's going to fall into that category of this generation's player, like the Baron Davis, the Gilbert uh -huh. Arenas, like those types. Dope moments. And you're just like, damn, he was so cold. He just never quite had the team what? or never won. Come on, hold on, hold on, hold on now. Hold on now. No, that's what? not fair. Dame Lillard. The NBA just made Dame Lillard the top 75 player in the NBA. You say he's going to go down as a Gilbert Arenas or Baron Davis? Yeah, you already know I don't like that fucking top 75 list. I'm Dame just is saying. one of the people I would not have put on it. I'm no, just he saying. He shouldn't be on there right now. He should. He already, right. He already, legacy is already better than theirs in the NBA's he, eyes. He, 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 he shouldn't he be on there. I agree. I'm saying, I'm saying it's because of players like Brandon. Davis that yeah, you can appreciate. You know what I'm saying? Players like him. I think Brandon Davis, I think people forget like how cold Brandon Davis was. He can do truth. everything. Like, and he wasn't yeah. that tall. He wasn't that big either. No, he wasn't. Look he how many was Him and Dame probably about the same size, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Probably yeah. But, he, but he plays so much bigger than Dame, man. Dame is just All a right. sharpshooter. Well, I just want to wrap this, let's wrap this one up because I, yeah. I want this to be a little more rapid pace. We get into good discussion. That's yeah, all good. Quick, quick. Uh, but I'm going to go Dame as well. Tough one, but I'm going to go Dame. Yeah. I will go Dame. Would you rather Baron Davis or Jamal Murray? 
Devion, you can kick this one off. Oh, uh, Baron Davis. Not even close. Okay. Um, this was this was easy. This was easy for me, Baron Davis. I yeah. agree. Yeah, Baron Davis for me as well. I think maybe Jamal in a couple of years we, we can revisit this conversation, but right now you don't it's play easy, now. Baron Davis. <laughs> All right, would yeah, you rather Baron Davis or Lamelo Ball? Like Joe? currently, currently, or what we think they're gonna be? I'll let you take that whatever way you want to take it, Devion. It's tough, yo. I'm, I'm taking Baron Davis right now, but I really think Lamelo is Lamelo is like Baron Davis, but a, a distributor at the yeah, same six, time. Seven, six, eight, yeah, yeah but but he got that eight. flash like Baron Davis. He's gonna put on that show like Baron Davis. He, he got that type of personality on the court where he's gonna let you know I just cooked your ass. Now I'm gonna go to the lane. He may not have that the hops like Baron Davis, but I can see him. Right now, I'm taking Davis over uh, Lamelo, but Lamelo got that potential to quickly jump over Bear Davis. Hold on, Devian. Devian, before you go, Joe, I want a prediction from you. Do you think once Lamelo reaches his peak, do you think you take Lamelo or Baron Davis? I want your answer. Lamelo. Lamelo. Okay, Devian. Yeah, that's why I like to hear Joe. Uh, I love Baron Davis, but I'm picking Lamelo. I just, I know what he's gonna be. I'm sorry, unless he proved me wrong. Gotta go on the left, Mello. I'm gonna go Baron Davis on this one. I, th- I, th- there's, a, there's a lot I need to see from Lamelo Davis to become like a well-rounded basketball player. Uh, I think it's gonna be fun, no matter what. Like he's gonna have a long, fun NBA career. I'm just not convinced yet that he's gonna be like that team-changing type of player and. Baron Davis was a bit team-changing, in my opinion. We saw what he did as the A-seeded Warriors against the Mavericks. Yeah. Uh, the boys. Like, Baron Davis had a – Baron Davis was a fucking good player. So I'm going to take Baron Davis right now over the projection even of LaMelo Ball. Last one, would you rather yeah. Baron Davis, De'Aaron Fox? Man, I like this one because this – Baron Davis is what De'Aaron Fox was supposed to be. Like, if you look at De'Aaron Fox when he was in Alabama, that year he was in Alabama, like, you would say he going to be Baron Alabama. Davis. Yeah, didn't De'Aaron Fox play in Alabama? UK? UK. Mean, I, I'm thinking of some – I was thinking – yeah, you're right. I was thinking of uh, Colin Sexton when I said Alabama. Sorry. But, yeah, but when he was at UK, when you, <laughs> when you watch him play, when you watch him play, you would be – He's like, yeah, that's that's gonna be Baron Davis in the league, and he's just not that dude. That first step to get to the lane and dunk on you, but he just don't, don't bring it every night. I don't know what it is. It could be maybe facts where he just don't like something about him. Like he's supposed to be Baron Davis, but he's not. So I'm gonna take Baron Davis. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I think this is easy. Baron Davis. I don't think. De'Aaron Fox is going to accomplish shit. No, but he's so much he though. That's what I'm saying. It's when you cool. look at him and his talent. All right. And his I'm taking I'm taking Baron Davis as well. Baron Davis. Um I will comment on the, the De'Aaron Fox stuff though. I think one, he is mired in being in Sacramento. That'll ruin anybody. And second, he does get he does get nicked up a lot. And I think that kind of contributes to what you're you're seeing, Joe, where like like, I want to see you just put like your foot on their fucking neck. Like, 
down here, like bring that intensity every night. Wrong organization. I think injuries and organization have held him back from there. Yeah. All right. I like that game, fellas. We're up to we're up to yeah. Hey bro, shocked me with that Brandon Davis thing. That's that was a good one. That he was, was cold. he was so cold. He he was that he was, was a fun cold. ass. And people forget about him with the fucking Wizards too. When he was with the uh the Wizards or was it Washington? Now I'm now I'm um, who was he with right before he like, went to Golden State? Oh I man, it was, was Washington, wasn't it? Am I true? Who, Aaron Davis? Hold on, who was it? it? Was it was? No, New Orleans, the Hornets, the Hornets. The there Hornets. we go. Yeah, New Orleans and then Warriors, and then he was with Clippers. When they... Yeah, Clippers. That's there when he started falling off. Yeah, bro, up, those, those, those last couple years when he was in New Orleans. Dude, it was, was cold, bad, bro. That was a bad. That was a bad. That was, was a bad that boy over the, I think he averaged he averaged over twenty his last year with with the, with the Hornets, or, or I think he got traded from the Hornets to Golden State the next something like that. He got he he. It was, that boy was and good. that's why I was gonna pick him over Dame. Not trying to take away from Dame his game, but back then you getting that many points. It wasn't a lot of three balls like it is now. If he had to assimilate today's age and he took a three ball, come on now. Like, what you going to do with him? You going to take you off the dribble, Eddie, and he going to put you on the post to people like this boy. Damn, on, bro. He used to put. Wow, he, was, he was like a, he was a bad, he was a bad field goal percentage. He was not an official. He wasn't player. great. Three, three. He wasn't. He wasn't. But how, but he, and he'd get them points in there, boy. I'm telling you, he was cold. He had a, he had Man. that, he had a clutch gene to him. Um, but yeah, I'm taking I'm taking Baron Davis over all these guys except for except for Dame. Dame, I think he surpassed him. But all right, y'all know how we end these shows: love or violence. Devion, are you in a a good mood or a bad? Mood? Are you choosing love? Or are you choosing violence, bro? Violence. I'm going. Bye, to, bye. I'm going to. I'm going to stick what I said to last time. I'm bye. going to hate KD. And the Brooklyn Nets because I need them to make a decision, and I'm trying to because I want to know is this fool gonna stay or is he gonna go? I'm tired of all these little antics and the charades, my boy. Like, get the hell up out of Brooklyn and go somewhere, and it better not be the Warriors. And I don't think the Warriors, first of all, I don't think the Warriors can trade, they definitely not gonna trade with the pieces that the Brooklyn Nets go on, so that's off the table. And if you leave, you better go to Miami. Buddy, I don't even look. I'm a secret Miami fan, so if you leave, just go to Miami. But I'm sick of him. I'm sick of that organization. The Brooks Brooklyn Nets, all they've been doing the last couple of years, is just crybabies. Like Kyrie's not playing. He is really gonna get a shot. Like he's he's not looking out for his team. You knew that when you signed up for him. <laughs> KD, KD uh, won. I don't think they knew that Kobe was going to happen nah. when signed him. Well, hey, you knew what type of player you got with 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 Kyrie. KD, where should be trading now? Two man, you got two. Kyrie does what he want, and KD is a diva. Brooklyn, just make y'all mind up, bro. If y'all gonna ship this fool out, man, ship him out. But don't have us keep waiting every week, bro. Like make y'all mind up. So I'm throwing them all in the fire. They all the same to me. Bunch of bitches. Fuck them all. Throw them yeah. all the way, man. Throw them all the way, man. That's funny. Y'all, y'all better than the Knicks, but that ain't saying much. Like, bunch of 
garbage ass teams out there except the Yankees. Garbage. Fuck with Joe, you. Joe, what you got? Man, I'm choosing violence. 100% choosing violence. And I'm directing it at somebody I usually want to direct it at. The NFL's Player Association. They getting all the heat. How the hell are you going to sit there and come out and say you're going to sue the NFL if they uphold a one-year expansion for Deshaun Watson and they got 30 women accusing him of sexual misconduct? And you're going right, to sue let's, the NFL let's, let's for one year. That real quick, Joe. Let's clarify that real quick. 30 women that are filing a lawsuit. Yes. About 70 women that are accusing him, whether with a lawsuit or – or just right. in, in and not only that, one of those thirty women sued the Houston Texans for for uh, for allowing Deshaun for, Watson to be aiding. Yeah, for, yeah, and, yep. and they settled with all thirty women because of one lawsuit. But then you're gonna turn around and say, and then they're also gonna come out and say, if he donates his money last year. That'll serve as his one suspension, and then they're expecting him to only get two to eight games. There's no way in hell if Tom Brady got four games for deflating full back and did Deshaun Watson two to eight games for anything that he did. I mean, even if you look at the Ezekiel Elliott, they they had a lawyer look into that situation. She said y'all shouldn't give him any suspension, and they still gave him six games. So, so how can you? Sit back and not get Deshaun Watson. If you're the Players Association, I get you're a union. You're supposed to back up your player. But I think it's absolutely ridiculous to say you're going to sue the NFL if he gets one year before any verdict has even come out. I think that's absurd, 100%. I am 1,000% with you, Joe. Like to yeah, the, the thing that's really sick about it is like they're preemptively doing this. Yeah. Like they're trying to like they're trying to play like public opinion, and like like you said, I get it. Like you do represent all the players, but you don't have to fight every single player's fight. You know what I'm saying? Like when there's smoke, there's fire a lot of times. And at the end of the day, like Deshaun one is not denying that like there was just a whole bunch of sexual shit going on with all these different masseuses, right? Like that's that's accepted at this point, which is that in itself is already technically, according to America, wrong. Like, you know, I mean, we, we can get a whole different, like, should sex work be allowed? And we can we can turn this into a whole different kind of podcast. But, like, that's not what we're going to do. But at the end of the day, like, the one that's just damning for me is, like, the one masseuse that he texted afterwards, because she was visibly upset with Say, yeah. how the massage ended. Well, wh- like, how are you going to try and now tell me that, like, Oh yeah, she, no, she she was with it. She was with it. Yeah, she she usually just cries when she's performing sex acts. Like, what are you talking? Like, what are you? What are we doing here? Like, no, I'm, I'm not hearing like last year should count. No, that was his own. That was his own decision. The Texans' own decision. No, that shit doesn't right. count. Suspend him. He got he got paid at least something. I'm pretty sure. So, no. ten million. He should he should he should be suspended a year minimum. I'm not saying he needs to be barred from the NFL. But I'm not saying indefinitely. He needs a heavy. He needs a heavy suspension. If you're going to be suspending people four and six games for some weed, I'm going to need Deshaun to get to catch a little more heat than the the people smoking some weed and shit. Yeah, I'll co-sign you. You know what? Fuck it. 
I'm choosing my – I'm doubling down on the violence on the NFL bang, PA, bang. Joe. I'm bang. doubling down with you. Because the more I think about it, they gave my boy Ricky Williams a goddamn year for smoking weed. Dang. Where was NFLPA then? Huh? Josh Gordon is suspended indefinitely. For coping with his mental illnesses. That's essentially what they're suspending him for. Now, yep. is it the right way to do it? No. Josh Gordon, please go get professional help. That's the way to take care of your mentals and your and you know make sure your life gets going on the right way. But again, like you said, Joe, what do you what they choose is like they can try and make it seem like another example. Calvin Ridley, how long he's suspended for betting on his own team. Ben five for betting on his own team to win. When he wasn't even playing games. When he wasn't playing, you're and you're gonna suspend him for a year, and you want you want to, you want me to accept some two to eight games for Deshaun? No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, can't do it. I think they only do that stuff to where people, I you know, what I'm saying, be will really be outrageous about what people really care about. I don't think they really consider domestic violence or like sexual acts that bad when they, they don't should. care. They don't yeah, care. and it's kind of wild. You know, what I'm saying? it's kind of wild, like. Cause who who was the dude who punched that girl? His wife, Ray Rice. Ray Rice. Yeah, if that never surfaced, they would have been like, yeah, just sweep that under the rug. Oh they my, yeah, that's a about that. that's a you know great point. Sweep it under the rug until the video came out. Yeah, yeah that's wow. I remember Joe. I can't remember because this was when we were at, yes. when I was at SLU. I feel like it was. I think it was after you had left when I was with when I was doing the radio show with Gavin. But and we we talked about it. I was just like. What did they think the video looks like? Like, because all the reports at the time of the Ray Rice thing were like, yeah, oh, uh, his his fiance at the time had to get dragged off the elevator unconscious. What the fuck did you think the video looked like? You think he, <laughs> you thought he was a little slut? No. Yeah, right. Like, cold like, he, he knocked her ass out like cold. Like that's how you hit a dude you trying to embarrass. Then look, and then was over top of her like get up. Like, it was bad. Yeah, it was bad bro, I was like, this boy is this this boy is crazy. And they was not gonna suspend him into that video they game. They suspended out. him, but they suspended him for like three games and the video came out and they bumped it up to six. Yeah. Like they, they increased it once they saw the video. And to me, I was just like what changed? <laughs> what first of all nothing first changed. Of all, I don't believe outrage. I don't believe they didn't see the video. You tell of course me they saw. if they didn't see the video, a, they chose not to see a, the video. It's a casino. You know they got cameras everywhere, and you're the NFL. Come on now, you have investigators. If they wanted you know. to see that video, they could have seen it, it easily. Public outrage is a mother, ain't it? Well, All right, I like this. Fuck the NFL. That's why I rock. That's why Fuck I rock the NFL. Three million. Well, you should make zero for how bad he is at this, but whatever. I guess he, he's got a. And uh, a retired judge allegedly helping him on this one. So maybe maybe they'll get this right. But all right, y'all. I enjoyed this. Good episode, fellas. Good episode. Yes, Three and a possible. We're signing off.